Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Phil at the Movies. I am your host, Phil Walsh, and you are listening to episode number 30 of this ongoing podcast series dedicated to the movies, or as I enjoy saying, for the love of movies. The good, the bad, everything in between. I talk about it all on this show. And today, going to be changing up the pace for a little bit, a, a palate cleanser, if you will, after the... The end of spooky season, we're now into November, the holiday season is upon us, Thanksgiving is a few weeks off, Christmas not long after that, and Oscar season will also be kicking off into full swing now, and lots of uh, lots of great films that are still to come, and, and many great films to look back on, what a, a year 2022 has been, I'm already beginning to formulate my, my top 10 list for the year. Fair number of horror films have actually made the list. That may come as a come as no surprise to anyone who's been listening to this show, especially for the last few months. Uh, of course, completed my review of each film in the Halloween franchise. Halloween Ends has has ended the the franchise. Uh, the saga has said all it has to say, at least for now. Hopefully, and uh, I think now's a now's a good time to get back to regular programming. Talk about. Some other movies, some other personal favorites of mine. Going to be doing that here in today's show in just a little bit, as well as some other ones throughout the rest of the month. And in addition, talking about some other films that have have come out over the last couple months that I uh, haven't had a chance to really uh, go into on on this show because the focus, of course, has been on Halloween. But but now that we're uh, we're taking a little break from uh, from uh, things that go bump in the night, uh, good time to. Uh, talk about some of the uh, other impressive films that have have come out this year and and still what is a uh, what is on the docket over the next couple months lots of lot of lots of great uh, Oscar contenders to say the least and just some fantastic looking films uh, w- without question I'm certainly looking forward to the Fablemans which comes out later this month there is uh, the knives out sequel so lots of uh, lots of exciting things uh, coming up but before I, I begin today's show, as always, let me just start off by saying thank you to you, the listeners, for your continued support, your passionate outreach, and enthusiastic embrace of this show. I've said it before, and I will say it again, this is a passion project for me, and even though I, I enjoy doing it, enjoy uh, spilling my, my guts out, if you will, spilling out my heart uh, on favorite films and 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 current uh current movies uh to have the response from from you has just made this all the more worthwhile and, and enjoyable so thank you thank you thank you for your continued support of this show um i i hope you are uh enjoying it i mean i think uh for those uh you know who keep coming back and and listening and uh you know uh you know reaching out on social media and the like uh I'd, I'd say we're uh, I'm not doing too bad a job, but uh, again, it it, it does uh, it does mean a lot uh, for your continued support and and embrace of the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. In this season of thanks, uh, that's that's double uh, for me right here. But a little bit more of housekeeping as usual. If you have not done so, feel free to hit that subscribe button and uh, share this show with your family, your friends, anyone who you think might enjoy listening to. A passionate movie buff maybe go on a little too much about his love of of movies and cinema, but 
lastly, if you have not done so, you can uh, rate and review on Apple uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, tell me your thoughts, and of course, you can uh, you can tweet me, uh, tweet at me. Uh, I am still on Twitter, <laughs> despite all the. Uh, the goings on that have been going on uh, in Twitter land over the last couple of weeks, but uh, not going to not going to get into that because it doesn't pertain to this show. Uh, but my uh, my personal handle is is Phil Cast Movies, or you can uh, follow the show at Phil at the Movies. But I'm I'm much more engaged on my personal handle, so you can uh, certainly reach out to me there if you would like to. <laughs> um, all right, so today. Wanted to talk about uh, another favorite film of mine. Actually, uh, a film that I only recently discovered just a couple of years ago. After kind of you know, having it on my to, you know, to watch list, but I think we all have those lists that that seem to get larger and larger each year. It was we had uh, more movies and, and uh, more films come out, but. Uh, I figured today uh, again wanted to do a little bit of a palate cleanser after uh, all the uh, all the slasher films and uh, and 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 Halloween talks. There could be a good change of pace to talk about a, a perhaps a more holiday themed film, given that this is the the start of the holiday season, Thanksgiving just a couple weeks away, and of course the film that I'm I'm talking about is the uh, Steve Martin and John Candy classic, and, and I can't emphasize that word enough when I say it. I know classic and masterpiece are often thrown around today and they have in, in many ways lost their their weight and meaning, but planes, trains, and automobiles is without question, as far as I'm concerned, an absolute classic. It m- measures up to that word in every, in every sense of it. And for a film that was uh, you know, sort of I, I I don't want to say it, it developed a, a cult status because I think it was uh, it was fairly well received um, when it was initially uh, released. But I think as the years have gone on, it has really just you know especially through rewatchability, it has just developed such a such a status and and, and such a such a just a following and uh, again it's a, it's a thanksgiving themed film if if i can call it that which is a rarity especially with with the abundance of christmas movies that, that are out there in the uh, in the zeitgeist to have a to have a a a, a thanksgiving fe- uh, themed film uh you know really a stroke of genius on 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 the part of john hughes and also this was this was really a change of pace for him you know Prior to this, I mean, think you know he had done a lot of the teen comedies that we uh, that we all know and 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 love and admire. I mean, everything, of course. You know, he'd done the you know National Lampoon uh, films. Of course, there was the uh, the Breakfast Club and um, you know Pretty in Pink. I mean, all these all these all these you know classic you know teen uh, comedies, if you will, featuring the likes of. The great Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall, uh, but uh, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles was a real uh, a real change of pace for him because it's it's not it, it's not a it, it's a it's it's a comedy, but I I wouldn't call it lighthearted. It really borrows a lot of the uh, the tropes and the themes from a buddy comedy movie, which had had certainly uh, not been quite as mainstream at that point and. I would almost argue that this movie kind of kickstarted that uh, that trend again in in Hollywood, but 
it also borrows, uh, you know, very heavily uh, from sort of just kind of a, a, a great, uh, you know, film story in, in sort of almost like the, the Frank Capra tradition and, and, and not to, you know, necessarily, you know, you know, connect the two perfectly, but this is a film that is more than than just a comedy. I mean, I think it's you know remembered for just the many uh, you know, hysterical points that that happen in the film. I mean, John Candy is is you know, the heart and, and and soul of it, and and Steve Martin, of course, holds his own. And you know, they both play they both play characters that feel real and and, and grounded. And never once does it feel like it's a wink and nod comedy but instead it feels like these are two real people who have crossed paths in the most uh, absurd way kind of you know as, as, as fate sometimes <laughs> intervenes and they're forced to sort of befriend each other and 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 work together as they try to to make it home uh to their respective families for for thanksgiving and and you know, spoiler alert now if you if you haven't seen the film but um, you know, I'll just get right into it. I mean, uh, John Candy is, as I said, he is the heart and soul uh, of this of this picture, and he plays this guy Del Griffin, and and he's he's this just lovable oaf, you know. And and it's it's I mean, it's, I think it's probably one of John Candy's finest moments, and it really shows his range as an actor, and and just what a, an incredible talent, and, and really a sad loss. Uh, for 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 films because the the man he could balance comedy and and drama so effortlessly and I mean just to think of of, of what he did in the years uh, that, that that came afterwards right up until his uh, un, un, uh tragic and untimely death he 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 just he knew how to strike a chord where he could be funny when he had to be and then he could be serious and pulling on your heartstrings and so this this character del griffith who who uh, you know through circumstance uh through you know, plane delays and, and and issues with transportation uh befriends steve martin's character a guy named neil page who was who's very much a, a a stuffed shirt and again never once does it feel hammy or or over the top steve martin really again knows how to you know, straddle that line between between you know the absurdity of the situation and, and making it believable, and just kind of just the craziness of of what's going on brings out the comedy. But you know, the whole point is you know they're trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Uh, it's right you know a couple of days before the holiday, and um, uh, Steve Martin's uh, family is in Chicago, and there's a mention throughout the entire film about. Uh, John Candy's wife in, uh, in in the story, and the way he talks about it, again, it's brilliantly written with with this script because it's one of those things when you when you go back to it, you know, you can see the little nods. And at first, you're, we're meant to think that oh, his you know his wife is alive, and you know he's a traveling salesman, and he doesn't get home much. But it's ultimately revealed that his wife has has passed on and, and he, he doesn't have a home anymore he just travels the country going hotel to hotel and, and working nonstop because all of the all of the love and, and, and joy from his life is is gone with his wife uh, uh, having passed on and you know it's through this 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 journey that these two characters go on together that that they really 
you know, discover a, a, a true friendship in, in kind of the idea of opposites, you know, attracting. I mean, they both couldn't be farther apart from each other, but they, they ultimately, you know, as I said, befriend each other and, and form a, a brotherly bond. And it, 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 the ending is such a, a tender moment where it really seals the whole deal because this could have just been a straight, you know, kind of, you know, off the wall, buddy comedy picture you know and and it could have just been all right at the end of the day they go home they go their separate ways and that's the end of the story but when steve martin's character realizes that that candy's wife is is dead in the story it, it's really this kind of you know, you know catharsis moment where he appreciates what what he has in his family and then he invites uh john candy's character to to dinner and join him uh, with his family at Thanksgiving, and it's uh, it's just oh, you, you feel so good inside, and and I tell you, I've I've seen it uh, more times than I can count at this point, and it still gets me every time, and I and I mean it, it really goes back to John Candy's just incredible range as an actor. He he knew he knew how to strike the balance between comedy and 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 you know tragedy and 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 drama and. And again, he does it so effortlessly. I mean, the man was just immensely talented, and it's it's right here on display in this film because, like I said, the the characters feel real, and and there is that that palpable sense of of tension and frustration because we've all been to the airport, we've all had flights delayed or lost luggage or or been stuck in traffic or in that mad rush to to get home for the holidays and 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 be with our families and yet sometimes we're you know we're not even fully engaged when we're with our families because we're consumed with either work or other things on our mind and 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 this movie plays on all of that so well just kind of that drama before any holiday i mean I can speak from experience. I mean, the holidays can always – there's sort of fun chaos in, in my house because it's its always a, a mad dash to make sure you've got everything right and the meal and okay, the relatives are coming and it's just – you know, it's its its organized chaos. But but it's so real and, and sometimes in, in a in a movie, the the comedy or, or just the, the, the madness can be played kind of too much or over the top and, and this – the balance is so – Perfect. It really is a pitch perfect film because it, it balances the comedy with the drama, and and the comedy never feels forced. I mean, th- th- probably the one of the best scenes in in the film. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so many, but when when Steve Martin is, is uh, trying to rent a car and he has this uh, exchange with the uh, with 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 the desk clerk, and and I mean, just again, we've all been. You know, we've all interacted with with uh, with 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 clerks who have a, an attitude problem, and and we've all been in, in Steve Martin's shoes, where we're just sort of at the end of our rope and exhausted and frustrated, and you know, somebody with a little authority is just you know pushing the buttons. And again, I I, I won't say the lines because I don't want to. You know, I'm going to try to avoid an explicit rating today, but it, it, it's a it's an f bomb written tirade and. It it ends with the it ends with the desk clerk just just 
chewing him out in such a perfect way where where she never raises her voice. He's the one, you know, getting angry and 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 hot under the collar and just, you know, ready to pull his hair out and she's just, you know, calm, you know, in control, you know, wearing her authority uh like a like a belt and then she just she just lays into him in such a such a a, a crippling way and it, it, it's i mean it's it's one of those things i go back to it every time and i still uh can't help myself but laugh because i mean not only is it a great scene is it you know it's brilliantly acted and well written but it, it's so real because we've we've all had experiences maybe not quite as dramatic as as steve martin but we've all had those instances where uh you know, someone at the dmv or a town clerk or someone is just you know they're, they're throwing around their authority because they can and and especially when you've had a you know shit happen in the sky fall down everything is just you know every you know every little thing can just can just set you off and oh it's it's just such a hilarious uh, exchange and, and and I mean again John Candy was just a master at at, at at timing and comedy and like I said at the start the the character of, of Del Griffith really he feels like a real person I feel like I've met and 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 dealt with uh, a Del Griffith and, and and just he has such just this love for life and 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 is such a a bubbly and 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 oozing with charm and, and, and charisma. I mean, again, John Candy isn't doing much acting here. It really does feel like his personality is shining through. I mean, and oh, it, it, it's one of those films where it, it it's both funny and it warms your heart at the same time because, as I said, the the comedy is 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 balanced and it's it's timed to perfection. But there's such heart and and meaning with with the story. And as as you've all heard me say many many times on this show, I am I'm a big proponent of having story matter and, and story drive uh, the narrative and really you know, kind of let the characters in the situation flourish and, and develop and and that is on full display with this film. I mean, it does not miss a, a point. Every, every joke lands and it just, it builds and it, and it, and it reaches that touching moment at, at the end where, where, where Dal Griffith and, and, and the page family come together and, and share Thanksgiving, uh, together, you know, break bread, uh, so to speak. And it, oh, it just, it, it's, it's one of those films where I watch it at least once or twice a year, uh, especially around now with, with the holidays. And, and it, I, it, it, when, when there aren't that many Thanksgiving related films, it's, it's nice to have one like this that really can just get you into the spirit and, and reminds you of the, uh, of the goodness of people and, and just, you know, just have a laugh. I mean, there's so much just drama and, and tension in our world today, and I and I I love being able to go back and and watch a, a film like this because, like I said, it, it it not only is is funny, but it, it has a lot of heart. And to me, that that is that that's the makings of a that's the makings of a true uh, effective comedy. If the characters feel real and the world feels developed and believable. Uh, you know, no matter how absurd the humor may get at a point, if the characters feel real and, and the situation feels real, you're going to be right there for for the ride. And, you know, it, it, you just uh, John Hughes, again, another one, just just an absolute uh, you know, master of his 
master of his craft. Um, and, and, you know, Steve Martin and John Candy, I mean, you know, the late, great John Candy, you know, rest in peace, but just an immense talent. And, you know, Steve Martin, again, you know, he, he never, never turns in a bad performance. The man is, a, you know, just a, again, a, a, a master at, at, at comedy and, and, and drama. And, and I know th- this is, this is one of those films where I always am excited to share it with somebody for the first time because, I think it, it it is so ingrained in our in our you know zeitgeist where where, where you may not know the whole story but bits and pieces uh, you know John Candy's uh, monologue uh, where where he and uh, you know uh, Steve Martin have their first kind of you know uh, you know battle of the wills in in the motel room they share and you know again it's it's been you know parodied on and family guy and and other shows uh, over the years but it's you know it's 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 great when you can show these these films to people um and i always recommend it especially if for people who are looking for you know kind of a buddy comedy film which i mean there's certainly an abundance of them today but i always say if you if you're looking for just a classic and i mean it when i say it's a classic Watch planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, it, and if you're looking for a holiday theme film, this is another one to add to the list. It may not be a Christmas film, but it, it has the uh, the holiday trappings. It has all of those, uh, you know, uh, John Hughes flourishes, which are uh, which are essential and and work so well. Uh, you know, in these, uh, you know, especially in these times, these are great movies to always to revisit and. I I can't I I can't wait to to rewatch it again closer to Thanksgiving. I'm uh, equally stoked that there's a, a new uh, special edition uh, version coming out on on uh, on 4K and Blu-ray, which I'm going to definitely have to add to my collection. Which uh, you know, sidebar, I, I am a huge proponent and defender of physical media, and uh, I try to I try to buy it as you know physical media as much as possible because. You know, it's great. Digital is is wonderful to have that uh, you know, kind of instantaneous uh, uh, media at your fingertips. But to me, uh, it's there's something about having the physical product. You know, opening up the the DVD case or in the old days the VHS, taking it out and 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 you know putting it into the into the player or inserting it into the machine. There's just something authentic about that. And and certainly you know today because everything seems to go digital uh it it's uh we've lost a lot of the great box art that that came to define a lot of these home video releases and even special features have been kind of whittled down to to pretty much nothing uh you know a couple snippets or mostly trailer rehashes and it's nice when there are these collectors editions uh that come out because i mean not only is it great to have these you know, iconic and classic films like planes, trains, and automobiles celebrated, but it, it's so important in, in a world that seems to be just you know hell-bent on everything digital, everything uh, in, in some kind of a digital library. It's, it's always the better when, when physical media uh, pops up, and I think it is going to endure because I don't think I'm in the minority uh, when I when I say that I I'd like being able to to own a physical copy of my favorite film or or, or even you know maybe a not so favorite film I do I do have my fair share of that on the sh- of those on the shelf but uh, you know th- this is one of those films where I I have to have it on uh, on uh, you know a piece of physical media and I'm always 
quick to, to recommend it, especially fans of Steve Martin, John Candy. Uh, you, you can't, you can't go wrong with, with a comedy that, that has, uh, a, a lot of, hu- you know, uh, probably an abundance of humor, uh, but, 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 a, but a lot of heart. And I think that's what, what really makes it to kind of tie this all together. What really makes this film work so well is that, uh, the the story is is it's it's universal. I mean, we all want to be accepted. We all want to find our our place, and we all want to you know, believe in the ultimate goodness of of everyday people. And some days it's trying. <laughs> you know, I could say that. Uh, you know, these are these are trying times. But it, it is it is nice when we can you know pop on the movie and 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 be reminded, even in a fictional sense, that that there is a there is good in the uh, even the most uh, uh, strict curmudgeon, and and you know we should all we should all be more like Del Griffith, uh, especially uh, in this film. You know, look, you know, remember to to smell the roses and and just enjoy life. And that's I think probably the biggest uh, takeaway from this film for me. I mean, again, only John Candy can give a performance like this. This was a character he was born to play, but. He, he's he's real and and he feels real, and I, I think it's a perfect reminder that it, in in this day and age, especially to to uh, you know to to be more to be more like Dale Griffith than than, uh, than than Neil Page at the onset. Not that Neil's uh, a bad character, but he's sort of you know dis you know disengaged and checked out and consumed with work and and kind of his own status at the start of the movie. And it's only through his experience with with Dell that he's able to remember what's really important in life and that is family and friends and and sort of you know the finding joy in even the most challenging uh of situations and so uh you know my my uh my uh my my big plug for this film is uh first off go see it see it twice and uh be more like Del Griffith uh, in this world, in in a world of uh, curmudgeons, always be a Del Griffith, and 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 just enjoy life and 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 keep on smiling. I think that's those are those are words that we uh, we all should try to live by, especially these days. But uh, all right, I think that kind of. Uh, caps off what I wanted to say a, a shorter episode than than usual, but uh, I thought it was today would be a good uh, good change of pace, a nice little palate cleanser after all the horror and all of the uh, the Halloween films to talk about a, a, a movie that I I just adore and 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 go back to a couple times a year, and it's easily on my my top ten favorite films of all time, which. One of these days, I will have to go through and, and give you my my top ten ranking. I mean, it's pretty much stayed the same uh, recently. I mean, there's always you know, a couple changes here or there, but I think I've indicated at least in earlier podcasts that uh, you're you're certain to find uh, in the top three: The Dark Knight, Jaws, and of course Halloween. Uh, but I would also add Planes, Trains, and Automobiles to that list as well as well as a christmas story so there's there's uh there's my top five <laughs> right there or, or at least five uh that, that that are on that list and and you know I'll give you i'll give you five more at some point uh down the road but uh i think that uh that, that can, uh, concludes all uh for today's episode like i said wanted to you know kind of do a little uh little uh you know breather kind of you know 
calm the uh, calm the waters and, and remind the folks who uh, uh, were are, are not fans of uh, horror and slasher films that uh, I do talk about other things on this show, and it's going to be a uh, a return to, uh, to to regular programming, uh, more or less. Uh, Ken uh, promised that uh, I am going to touch on in in next week's show. Uh, some of the uh, more current uh, releases, and uh, these are films that came out back in September. And uh, the first is uh, Don't Worry Darling, and the second one is Pearl. And I know you might be thinking, oh, boy, we're going to be talking about a, another horror film or a slasher. But in, in, in the case of, of Pearl, uh, this is the, the prequel to to X, which came out earlier this year, and... I already indicated earlier on that I think Pearl is 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 even better than than X, and I enjoyed X, but I think Pearl just is, is such a is is a couple notches higher, and I, that really comes down to the incredible killer performance by Maya Goth. And it, you know, in a world where horror films were recognized at the Academy Award, I, she should be in the running for Best Actress, and I and I mean that it is it is a Fantastic, blood-curling, psychological performance, and I, I've already said it before, but uh, I can't wait to kind of go into more detail uh, and talk about this film because it, it is it, it, it is incredible, and it, it it's easily on its way to I think kind of establishing her as, as another kind of you know a creator of of of, uh, of an iconic of an iconic monster villain. Uh, in movie history, uh, but uh, you know, more on that uh, I think on next week's show. It may may change around with a couple things, but kind of gives you an idea of where uh, where we're going over the next uh, next couple weeks. Gonna also be talking about the uh, the uh, the new uh, A Christmas Story, Christmas, the uh, official sequel to the new to the classic. My I gotta throw that word out there, but uh, you know the. Christmas classic, A Christmas Story, uh, one of my favorite films of, of all time as well. It's an official sequel, uh, original cast, some of them are coming back, Peter Billingsley is going back as Ralphie, and, and they just dropped the trailer this week, and, it, and it, looks, it looks special, so I'm looking forward to talking with you about that in the coming weeks, so uh, stay tuned for that, and uh, as, uh, as the month trickles on, I'll, be, uh, I'll dive into some more uh, uh, topics as well, but going to be kind of a mixture of, of both uh, current films as well as some uh, other favorites uh, of, of mine in the uh, in the list, so to speak. So, uh, you know, today glad to cover uh, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles again. One of my one of my favorites, and uh, and a film I highly highly recommend. It's just a great comedy, but but more importantly, a great film. So with that, I think I will. Uh, I will depart. That is all for today's show. As always, thank you for tuning in and listening. I'll be back next week. Until then, everyone take care, be well, stay safe, and go check out some films. There's plenty playing at the theater and certainly going to be a lot more hitting the theaters in the weeks ahead. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.